Hello and welcome to the Buff Chicks and Panic Picks Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am your host and league commissioner, Brendan Dyer. On today's episode, we are going to review the week's transactions, recap the week 7 matchups, preview the week 8 matchups, and update the commissioner power rankings. Let's get started here with the week 7 review and starting off with Sky's the Limit versus Mac Daddy. ESPN originally had Hannah by 7 points, but is actually Nick with the 69-point victory in this one. Nick's team, led by Patrick Mahomes, Kenneth Walker. A fantastic pickup here for Nick. I said it last week too, but it's worth reiterating. He found a diamond in the rough on the waiver wire with Kenny Walker. And so far, back-to-back 30-point weeks, big addition here for Nick. DeAndre Hopkins, welcome back from suspension, putting up 22 fantasy points against the New Orleans Saints. And lastly, the Cowboys defense finishing with 22 fantasy points to round out Nick's 169-point victory here. Over on Hannah's side, Trevor Lawrence with 22 fantasy points. And Austin Eckler once again with 37 fantasy points. He is the number one running back by a... Big margin now after multiple games in a row scoring 30 points. Unfortunately, Hannah did have some shortfalls on her roster this week. I'm on Ross St. Brown, unfortunately, 1.4 points. DK Metcalf getting injured after only scoring 2.2 fantasy points. And Keenan Allen coming back from that hamstring injury, only finishing with 3.1 points. Lastly, the commissioner was correct on his selection. I did take Nick to finish this game out against Hannah. Moving on to when, where, why, what's on trial, and the undefeated Chandler. The 130 to 100 point victory against Kayla. That is good for 30 points. On Chandler's side, he chose Daniel Jones to fill in his quarterback slot while his Diamond Josh Allen is on by this week. He finishes with 33 points. He couldn't ask for anything better for a waiver wire pickup. Saquon Barkley finishing with 22 fantasy points. And that really rounds out Chandler's games here. Uh, Big game by Daniel Jones. That's really what helps Chandler secure this victory in a really nice fashion. Over on Hannah's side, Kyler Murray finishing with 20 fantasy points. And Ezekiel Elliott finishing with 19 A little shout-out here to DJ Moore as well, finishing with 19, finally coming alive. They trade away their best player, and somehow DJ Moore finally becomes productive. Don't understand that. And actually beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21-3. Who would have saw that coming? Once again, it is Chandler with a 30-point victory in this one, and the commissioner was correct on his choice. Up next, we have Just a Better Gaming Chair versus The Don... ESPN originally had Joey by 28 points, and he actually wins this one by 23. On Jake's side, he had Aaron Jones and Travis Etienne popping off for 29 and 22 points, respectively. Jake's looking a little thankful for the trade that happened in in Jacksonville here. Travis Etienne is now the lead dog and only running back for the Jaguars. He should be getting a ton of work here moving forward, and I imagine Jake should be pretty excited about that. Mike Williams finishing with 21 points, although he did get injured in this game. I think Jake's going to be without him for a little while. Unfortunately, Michael Gallup on the wide receiver tight end position for Jake, finishing with just zero fantasy points. Over on Joey's side, Justin Herbert 
with 22 fantasy points and Josh Jacobs with 40. Holy cow. If Josh Jacobs would have just had a, a normal game, 19 to 20 points, this would have been a lot closer here. But Josh Jacobs, 40 points, really propelling Joey over the top and over Jake's team this week. Lastly, the commissioner was correct in picking Joey on the week. Our next matchup, I really didn't want to talk about this, but I'm going to have to for the sake of the podcast. Another one bites the dust versus myself, the commissioner. ESPN originally had myself by 11 points, but it is Troy with the 62-point victory. Over on Troy's side, he is led by the duo of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow finishing with 49 fantasy points and Jamar Chase finishing with 35. Also, Nick Chubb finishing with 20 and Ramondre Stevenson finishing with 25. Over on my side, I had one player score more than 20 points, and that was my stream at quarterback, Davis Mills. The rest of my team really didn't perform well. I only finished with 88 fantasy points last week Derek and I played would you rather would you rather lose by a fraction of a point or lose by being the second highest scoring team on the week but I'd like to introduce a new would you rather and I'm going to answer it myself now that I have lived through each of these kinds of losses and I'll say this one takes the cake I lost to Troy by 62 fantasy points, and he only started two-thirds of his roster. He started two people on by, and one person that was put on IR before the week started. Yet he still blew me out by 62 points. This one hurts. This one takes the cake. I mean, I just, I can't even. I can't even with this. Let's move on. Our final matchup of the week. STST versus I only take L's. ESPN originally had Derek by 32, but it is Sam with the victory. And this one by 37. Sam led by Eno Benjamin, the temporary running back in Arizona while James Conner is out. Juju Smith-Schuster finishing with 27 fantasy points, as well as George Kittle finishing with 22. Over on Derek's side... He had two players finish with more than 20 points, and that is Derrick Henry with 22 and Raheem Mostert with 22 as well. This is Sam's victory, 144 to 107, and the commissioner was incorrect. This makes the commissioner 4-1 and one on the week and moves to 20-10 and 10 on picks for the season. Let's move on to the Week 8 transactions, and I'll only focus on the ones that I think are noteworthy here. So we have Chandler, who loses Brees Hall, unfortunately, to the ACL injury, and I believe it's a meniscus injury as, as well. He's definitely out for this season, and quite possibly for some of, the, some of next season as well. To fill that gap of Chandler's, he picks up Michael Carter from the, well, he's the backup to Brees Hall. Uh, I believe this transaction might have happened after the news of James Robinson getting traded to the Jets. But I think at least for this week, James Robinson's probably not going to be too involved. He, he might have that Christian McCaffrey role with the 49ers where they have a couple packages for him. But at least for this coming week, Michael Carter should get the majority of the work. So 
Um, at least for now, I imagine this is just a temporary play here with Michael Carter, but a good pickup nonetheless when you lose a player like Brees Hall. Sam is picking up Gus Edwards, who is now the lead running back in Baltimore with the J.K. Dobbins injury. Uh, really good pickup here for Sam. Good on that. I think he kind of was looking for a running back he could start week in and week out, and I think Gus Edwards is that guy. And lastly, myself, I picked up a guy, Wandale Robinson. He, I believe, is going to be the lead receiver for the Giants. Uh, the Giants are done with quite a few injuries to their wide receiver core and even their tight end core, so a lot of their pass catchers are are injured, and Wandale Robinson is the rookie that this coach and staff drafted themselves. They handpicked him, so I think he's going to get a lot of work moving forward, and I definitely need wide receiver help after Cortland Sutton's not doing very well. Michael Thomas is injured again, so Wandale Robinson, I'm hoping he's going to be that guy, and I am starting him this week. Let's move on to the Week 8 preview. Let's start it out here with Another One Bites the Dust, taking on I Only Take L's. ESPN has this as a 149 to 140-point victory for Derek. Starting with the quarterbacks, Derek's going with Lamar Jackson against Tampa Bay, and Troy's going with Joe Burrow against Cleveland. I am going to give the advantage here to Joe Burrow. He's just playing out of his mind. And even though I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a, a good game against the, I, I guess, not really vaunted Tampa Bay defense anymore, uh, Joe Burrow just, I mean, when you pass for 400 yards and four touchdowns, I mean, you got to keep going with that. Advantage here, Joe Burrow. At the running back positions, Derek going with Derek Henry and Raheem Mostert. They take on the Texans and the Lions, respectively. Those are two good matchups there. Over on Troy's side, he's going with Nick Chubb against Cincinnati and Ramonde Stevenson against the Jets. I'm going to give both advantages here to Derek's side in this one. Two very good matchups here for Derek Henry and Raheem Mostert. At wide receiver, Derek's going Tyreek Hill against Detroit and Chris Godwin against the Ravens. Troy going to Mar Chase against the Browns, and Debo Samuel against the Rams. I will give a split decision here. I will give one advantage to Jamar Chase against the Browns and one advantage to Chris Godwin against the Ravens. At wide receiver tight end, Derek going Brandon Ayuk against the Rams. Troy going with Tyler Lockett against the Giants. I am going to give advantage here to Tyler Lockett. As long as he is questionable, I think he's still going to play, though. But with the DK Metcalf injury, I think Tyler Lockett becomes that number one dude for Geno Smith. At tight end, Derek going with Mark Andrews coming off that half a point week. Very unfortunate for Derek here last week. But Mark Andrews, I imagine, will get back to his normal self against the Buccaneers. Over on Troy's side, he's playing Tyler Higby against the 49ers. Advantage here going to Mark Andrews. At the flex position, we have Jamal Williams against Miami for Derek's side and Jerry Judy against Jacksonville on Troy's side. I'm not going to trust Russell Wilson doing high knees in the middle of an airplane aisle. I think that probably frustrated a lot of their players. Jerry Judy's going to be pissed at Russell Wilson. I imagine any ball thrown Jerry Judy's way, he's just going to bat it down himself after what Russell Wilson did to him on that plane. So, advantage here going to Jamal Williams against Miami. At defense special teams, Derek going with the Titans against the Texans, 
and Troy going with the Vikings against Arizona. Advantage here with the Titans. The Titans defense has actually played very well over the last couple of weeks, and they play Houston. So that speaks for itself. Advantage, Titans. ESPN has this as a nine-point victory for Derek, although I am going to take the upset in this one. I'm picking Troy to win. Our next matchup is Mac Daddy versus When, Where, Why, What's on Trial. ESPN has this as a 158 to a 113-point victory for Chandler. Starting with the quarterbacks, Hannah's going with Jalen Hurts against Pittsburgh, and Chandler's going Josh Allen against Green Bay. This is going to be a really fun quarterback matchup to watch. The Pittsburgh defense hasn't been that great. Jalen Hurts has been on fire. Josh Allen, of course, has been great, and the Green Bay defense hasn't been all that great. So I'm going to give this one a push, quite frankly. This will be a, a really close one, and it comes down to the rushing floor of Jalen Hurts. Uh, the, the rushing floor that Jalen Hurts has is going to allow him to be on par with Josh Allen's throwing ability. So I'm going to give this one a push here. Four running backs. Hannah's going Leonard Fournette against Baltimore and A.J. Dillon against Buffalo. Chandler's going with Joe Mixon against Cleveland and Saquon Barkley against Seattle. I'm going to give both advantages here to Chandler's running backs. Out wide receiver, Hannah going with Amon Ross St. Brown against Miami. I don't think he's going to play in this game. Maybe keep an eye on it, but I don't think so. And Zay Jones against Denver. Over on Chandler's side, he's got Justin Jefferson and Jalen Waddle against Arizona and the Lions, respectively. Yeah, both advantages here going to Chandler's side. For wide receiver tight end, Hannah going with Jacoby Myers against the Jets. Chandler going Devonta Smith against Pittsburgh. I, I will give advantage here to J Jacoby Myers. Uh, he's played very well. He made that spectacular catch here on Monday night against the Bears. I, I think I'm going to give advantage here to him against the Jets. At tight end, Hannah going with Darren Waller against the Saints. And Chandler going Dallas Goddard against Pittsburgh. I think I'm going to go with Dallas Goddard for the advantage here in this one. Uh, just a better matchup against Pittsburgh here for the Eagles. At the flex position, Hannah going Chase Claypool against the Philadelphia Eagles. And Chandler going with his new pickup, Michael Carter, against New England. I will give the advantage here to Michael Carter. He should be getting a ton of work in this one. And the Bears gashed the New England defense last week. And the Jets just, they're, they're winning, relying on their defense and running the ball. And much of that was because of Brees Hall. But I think Michael Carter will get enough work here that he's going to outperform Chase Claypool. So advantage here to Michael Carter. And finally for defenses, Hannah going with the Raiders against the Saints. And Chandler's going with the Eagles against Pittsburgh. The Eagles defense is is a top one. Uh, and they're they're going to have an advantage over most defenses. They're in a, a legitimate contender at this point. So advantage here going to the Eagles defense. Our next matchup is this really is Kayla taking on STST. ESPN has this as a push at 124 points each. At quarterback, Kayla's going with Kyler Murray against the Vikings. And Sam's going Tua Tungavailoa against the Lions. I am going to give the advantage here to Kyler Murray against the Vikings. This, I'm hoping, is going to be an exciting, high-scoring game. And that would mean Kyler Murray's being productive. So advantage here to Kyler Murray. At running back, Kayla going with Christian McCaffrey against the Rams. And Melvin Gordon against the Jaguars. Sam's going Najee Harris against the Eagles. And David Montgomery against Dallas. 
This one's a little tough. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is definitely going to get one advantage here, but David Montgomery against Dallas, that's a tough matchup. And then Melvin Gordon against the Jaguars. I don't even know if Melvin Gordon is going to be the starter. Um, I, I think it's going to be Latavius Murray. Melvin Gordon just had some fumbling problems, and he hasn't really been all that great for, for Denver. So I guess by default, I will go with David Montgomery here on this one. For wide receivers, Kayla's going with DJ Moore against the Falcons and T. Higgins against the Browns. Sam's going with Stephon Diggs against the Green Bay Packers and Deontay Johnson against the Eagles. I will give a split decision here. Stephon Diggs on Sam's side and T. Higgins on Kayla's side. For wide receiver tight end, Kayla's going with Amari Cooper against the Bengals. And Sam is going with Romeo Dubs against the Bills. I will give advantage here to Amari Cooper against the Bengals. At tight end, Kayla's going with Hunter Henry against the Jets. And Sam's going George Kittle against the Rams. Advantage here going to George Kittle. At the flex position, Kayla's going with Ezekiel Elliott against the Bears. Kayla, you're going to want to keep an eye on this one. He did get hurt in his last game, a knee injury. Reports I'm reading right now is that he's probably not going to play. So I would be looking elsewhere. I see you have Brandon Cooks on your bench possibly Antonio Gibson. So you have a couple options here. And over on Sam's side, he's got James Conner against the Vikings. He's also questionable. He's been out the past couple of weeks, but I do think this is the week that he returns. So I will give advantage here to James Conner against the Vikings. And for defenses, Kayla's going with the Jaguars against Denver, and Sam's going with the Broncos against Jacksonville. So we got a defensive special teams battle going on as they face each other over in London. Who's going to get the best of them? I think Denver's going to get the best of them on, on defense at least. So advantage here to the Broncos defense. ESPN originally has this as a 124 to 124 point push. I am going to take Sam for the victory in this one. Next up, we have the commissioner taking on just a better gaming chair. ESPN has this as a 130 to a 113 point victory for the commissioner. At quarterback, I picked up Andy Dalton to play him against the Raiders. I I don't know. I, I really don't know what to think of this, but the quarterbacks on the waiver are pretty scarce. I had to drop, I had to make a decision last week with uh, Kirk Cousins was my quarterback for the first couple of weeks. He was on bye, so... I had to drop him to pick up Davis Mills. I'm definitely not playing Davis Mills against the Titans. So I had to drop him for another quarterback. And I think I liked Dalton's matchup the best as it takes on the Raiders defense. Over on Jigsaw, he is playing Derek Carr against the Saints. So a quarterback matchup here playing each other. Um, I, I'm not really a believer in Derek Carr, but... The Saints defense has not looked very good of late. They're missing Marshawn Lattimore and a couple other pieces. So I will give advantage here to Derek Carr. At running back, I'm going with Alvin Kamara against the Raiders and Damian Pierce against the Titans. Jake is going with Aaron Jones against Buffalo and Travis Etienne against Denver. I will give both running back advantages here to me with Alvin Kamara and Damian Pierce. At wide receiver, I'm going CeeDee Lamb against the Bears and Wandale Robinson against Seattle. Jason with Rashad Bateman against Tampa Bay and Chris Olave against the Raiders. I will give a split decision here. I'll take CeeDee Lamb on my side and I'll give Chris Olave to Jake. 
at wide receiver tight end, I'm going with Gabe Davis against the Packers, and Jake's going Terry McLaurin against the Colts. Ooh, this is another tough one because last week I said that the quarterback for the Commanders just likes to target the heck out of Terry McLaurin, and they just send Terry McLaurin on go routes, and this guy doesn't care. I mean, he's not going to lose his job with Carson Wentz injured, so he just sends it downfield, and sometimes he throws interceptions, but sometimes you have really big plays for Terry McLaurin like last week. So I, I think I'm going to give advantage here to Terry McLaurin in this one. At tight end, I'm going with Taysom Hill against the Raiders, and Jake's going Evan Ingram against Denver. I have a lot of Saints this week. That's concerning. I'm going to give advantage here to Evan Ingram. For the flex position, I'm going with Dalvin Cook against the Cardinals, and Jake's going Rondale Moore against the Vikings. I'll give advantage here to Dalvin Cook against Arizona. And lastly, for defenses, I'm going with the 49ers against the Rams, and Jake's going with the Bengals against the Browns. I'll take the 49ers defense in this one as the Rams, I believe, lead the league in interceptions. Ispin has us as a 17-point victory for myself, and I am going to take myself to win, I guess? We'll see. And our final matchup of the week is going to be an exciting one. We have the Dawn taking on Sky's the Limit. ESPN has this projected for a 140 to a 134 point victory for Joey. At quarterback, Joey's going with Geno Smith against the Giants. And Nick's going with Kirk Cousins against the Cardinals. Geno Smith has played very well. I, I don't really know what's going to happen once DK, where, well, where DK Metcalf is gone. But, I mean, Geno Smith is the number seven quarterback on the season. So I will ride on that one. Advantage here to Geno Smith. At running back, Joe is going with Jonathan Taylor against the Commanders and Josh Jacobs against the Saints. Over on Nick's side, he's going with Kenneth Walker against the Giants and Donta Foreman against the Falcons. I'm going to have to give both advantages here to Joey's side, although Kenneth Walker should have a, another big game here against the Giants. At wide receiver, Joey's going with A.J. Brown against Pittsburgh and Mike Evans against Baltimore. Nick's going with Cooper Cup against San Francisco and Devonta Adams against the Saints. I'm going to give both advantages here to Nick's side. At wide receiver tight end, Joey's going with Christian Kirk against Denver and Nick's going with DeAndre Hopkins against the Vikings. D-Hop versus Christian Kirk. Yeah, I'm going to take D-Hop. At tight end, Joe's going with Irv Smith Jr. against the Cardinals. And Nick's going with Zach Ertz against the Vikings. I'm going to go with Irv Smith in this one. I think he should have a pretty good game here against the Cardinals, who have not performed very well against the tight end position. So, advantage here going to Irv Smith for the, the one-week start while Travis Kelsey is on by. At the flex position, Joe's going Miles Sanders against Pittsburgh, and Nick's going with Michael Pittman against the Commanders. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Michael Pittman now that Sam Ellinger is the starting quarterback for Indianapolis. We don't really know what kind of rapport they have, but Miles Sanders has played very well, and that Pittsburgh defense is nothing to be scared of. So advantage here going to Miles Sanders. And for defense special teams, Joe is going with the Patriots against the Jets, and Nick's going with the Cowboys against Chicago. Oh, these are two very good defense defenses going up here. 
ultimately, I think the Bears got lucky last week. I, I think they're going to fall back to how they performed the first couple weeks of the season here, and the Cowboys defense is legit. So I will go advantage here to the Cowboys defense. ESPN has joy with a six-point victory. However, I'm going to take the upset. I think Nick is going to come away with this victory here, and I think that's going to fall mostly because of his wide receiver play. And finally, to round out this week's podcast, we finish it off with the Week 8 Power Rankings. And at the top here, number 10, no movement. We have just a better gaming chair. Still in 10th place, and ESPN has you at number 10 as well. At number 9, we have this really is Kayla. This is no change from last week, but ESPN did move you up to the number 8 spot. At number 8, I am putting myself. This is no change from last week, but ESPN is no longer a believer. They moved me back to number 9. At number 7 is STST. No change from last week, and ESPN also has you at number 7. At number 6, falling back from the number 4 spot is Mac Daddy. Unfortunately for you, I had to move you back based on the other players to come and how they've been performing so far and where I think they're going to go moving forward. But ESPN does have you at number five. At number five, I moved up another one bites the dust from number six. And ESPN has you at number six. At number four, Derek. I only take L's. I had to move you back one spot. ESPN has you at number four. And the big mover of the week is Sky's the Limit at number three, moving up from number five, and ESPN has you at number three. And this is mainly due to that Kenneth Walker pickup here. You got a player who it looks like it's going to be a top ten, maybe top five running back going forward, and you got him off the waiver wire. That's a huge pickup, and that is why I moved you up to number three. At number two, we still have the Don. No change here, and ESPN does have you at number two as well. And that leaves for the eighth week in a row when where why what's on trial at number one here chandler still the undefeated team we'll see if hannah can pull off the upset victory and hand chandler his first loss of the season Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Buff Chicks and Panic Picks. Check back next week when we recap week 8 and preview week 9. Can't believe it lost to a six-man roster. God dang it.